Devin and Morgana have been celebrating midlife love by getting married a hundred times in a hundred countries. They believe grown-up love gets better and more fun, especially for women. Everyone's smarter, wiser. Men are more relationship-ready. And if they're not, it's obvious. Forget anything you were told about being too old or too late for love and adventure. Instead, get fresh new tips on dating, relating, and travel to exotic destinations. And best of all, call in for personal guidance, creating crazy, sexy midlife love in your life. Hello and welcome. My name is Morgana. This is my husband, Devin. And I'm waving. And he's waving for those who aren't watching the video stream. Um, before I forget, because I always forget, if you, we invite you to join our crazy, sexy, loving family over at crazysexymidlifelove.com. And while you're there, be sure to download Devin's book, Women Are Smarter Than Men. Because they are. Because my husband says they are. And who would I be to challenge my husband? Yeah, not you. I'm too smart for that. That's correct. Now you're sounding like a husband. <laughs> now you're sounding like a smart husband. Way to go. Please. Thank you. High five. So married how many years now? Seven years. We had our uh, seven-year anniversary in May. And, and our six-year legal marriage anniversary in May. Lots and lots of weddings. When you get married, I think we're at now 25 in 20 countries on our way to get married 100 times in 100 countries. And honestly, then keep going because it's a great thing to do. And I highly recommend that you just run with it. You can take the idea, use it in your own life, um, carving out time from the day to day. And honestly, it's a hassle. You have to like stop what you're doing, make travel plans, go somewhere gorgeous, <laughs> pack something weddingy if you choose. Sometimes, sometimes we dress like we're getting married, and sometimes we're just dressed the way we're dressed. And the main thing is just pick a moment to have some kind of ceremony to just look each other in the eyes and, and speak from the heart and, and center the marriage and just keep doing it. It's delicious. This was my husband's idea. Were you supposed have? to comment on that? I think it's a good time for you to comment. I could. We comment on this a lot. So um, I'm constantly rolling my eyes or what have you, but that said, yeah, no, I mean, I think what ends up happening is you get married and then you go about your daily life, you do your things, and then little by little, maybe you have kids, maybe you don't, maybe you have a lot of jobs, maybe you don't, uh, you go through your life and all of a sudden one day you wake up and, you know, you and your partner have moved in separate directions in some way. And all of a sudden it becomes really weird and awkward on how to return to that thing that was so normal and organic. And now it's like, well, how do we get back? How do we move to back to that center and I think probably the, the easiest way to go about doing that, I mean, certainly you have to have two people that are absolutely committed in the relationship. But I think more importantly, I think what you have to do is kind of keep reinvesting in the relationship so you're not actually going in separate directions. You have to remind each other, this is why I'm with you. And this is just a great way to do it, right? I mean, listen, I'm a cheapskate. So I have no interest. That's why he married me. That's for, yeah, she's a cheap <laughs> So. 
what's really important is is uh, that you don't sort of drift away and you don't let you know just work and kids and life take over and sort of allow it to kind of slowly drift you away because I don't think people consciously make these choices. I think what ends up happening is is that you just get sidetracked. Mm-hmm. You become busy. Life is busy and life is is unpredictable and all the things in our lives kind of drag us to and fro. Um, but you can't lose sight of why you picked this person, at least if you want a great relationship. And because no matter how much you adore each other, we're different people. And that's crazy making. And choosing to choose each other really reemphasizes what we have in common. Because we have a lot of things that we have different interests. We have different opinions on stuff for now. I still have a lot of confidence that Devin will come round. No, I don't. I have zero confidence that he will come round. No, <laughs> he's shaking his head. Yeah, no, yeah. he's a very, very stubborn, wonderful person. Uh, no, it's uh, no. no okay, you so. are. You are. You're what? You're like what? Aries and Taurus and like all these really stable. In- Stave, that's the word I was thinking. thinking, Yeah. Right. Okay. Exactly. Please go on. No. If you were a pushover, I would have been bored and gone so long ago. So it's, that's the crazy thing is that the things that attract me to you are also the things that sometimes repel me. And I know it's the same here. Um, And that's, that's just, you know, the craziness of love itself. Um, so we were talking about what we do now that we found each other. We found each other at the spry young ages of 45 and then got married at 47. And now we're both 54. Devin is about to have a birthday. So we're uh, fleeing to Mexico Where does this to time celebrate. Go? It really gets it's fast. Really fast. And we're also, you know, it's. Uh, I like to talk a lot about about the process of meeting and and choosing a partner. Now, because we're here and it's live today, like last week we had fantastic guests, highly recommend that you check out last week with Noah and Babette. And every other week, roughly, we have a guest. Uh, But when it's just us, we wanna hear from you. Like that's the conversation that, that we want. So if you are out there, and you, for any reason, believe that you can't have love. If somebody told you that you were to this, to that, or the other thing, or you heard it growing up, or you've been really discouraged, we want to hear from you because, hey, we had like a total 100% success rate of total failure before we met each other, like an unbroken record of romantic failure for 45 years before we met. And I believe so strongly that midlife love is better uh, for a host of reasons, mostly because we've been beaten up and we're smarter now and we make better choices now and we're, we're more ready now. So if you don't have the phone number in front of you, give us a call at 888-627- Six zero zero eight. Don't worry about interrupting us. Uh, if you call, right. you know, Morgan is happy to interrupt me. 
right? Yes. Yes. That's clear. Yeah. Interruption is a very high value in our relationship. I'll be quiet. <laughs> no, stop. Um, we're going to, we, we have some stuff to talk about, but do. if at any time you want to call, don't worry about interrupting us. Our producer will just send us a signal that well, hopefully you're on the he line. Will, hopefully he will find out that they're not, you know, that they're a legitimate call just in case. So hopefully Doug, if you're listening, you know, that happened once. Or a little bit of screening. That was just a year the, ago. Once. I understand that, but I'm just saying, just to confirm, I'm thinking aloud. <laughs> He's laughing at us. Right. It's okay. just a little bit yeah. of screening, you know. Uh, Are you on a medication right now? Oh, stop. That's, be... I, who isn't? No, that's true. Everybody okay. Is. Yeah. But, so the yeah. number is 888-627-6008. We are on your side. We are nice. And if we bite, I'm we bite not. gently. <laughs> so, um, so you, drum roll, wrote a list. My husband wrote a list. So, okay. So the list goes back to, I think, a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about, uh, you know, once you hit, hit into midlife, it's really sort of a great idea. I mean, my kid is now, you know, she's graduated school. She's on her own. She's doing her own thing. We saw her for the first time since COVID. Yes, we did. It was great. Um, we had a wonderful chat. I, I love all that stuff. But she's doing her own thing, right? She's a young woman. She's doing her own thing. She doesn't need constant parenting. And if she does need parenting, it's really going to be on her terms and her availability. She's doing so. It's not like I just need to be sitting there waiting uh, all the time. So what that means is all of a sudden certain elements of life have freed up. And so, uh, you know, I was talking about like doing new things, like one of the running jokes on this show is, is that I'm constantly buying guitars, guitars, which is true. And I will continue to buy more guitars um, and books and books. I did. I did. I, buy some, I did buy some books. So you, books even, you don't even try to pretend to apologize anymore as if you ever needed to no, there was, you, no, for I, years. I don't know for years, but I did sort of like, oops, there was a moment. <laughs> oops, I'm sorry. Bad news. Good news. I bought another book. I bought, yeah. Which is both good news and bad news at the same time. But so I bought more books. Um, but so I have more time to learn things. And I'm, you know, if you're like me, uh, this is kind of like a perfect time of life where I'm still agile and active and there's lots of things I want to do. I, I clearly, my wife is dying to I'm jump in. I'm dying to say something. Yes, I am. Thank you for noticing my very unsettled cues. Right. Uh, from a relationship standpoint, novelty is an aphrodisiac. It wakes you up. It makes you feel alive. It bonds you together. It's sexy. It's also really, really good for the brain. So you know, now that we have a little bit of freedom and we have a little bit of money saved that we didn't have when we were kids, now is the ideal time to start doing all the things you've ever dreamed of doing. Okay, take it away, Devin. Um, at least until the next moment. So, so anyway, my point is, as we get older, and ironically enough, my oldest friend that I have, like a guy that I've known longer than anybody, a guy that I knew since I was three years old. So other than my parents, I've known this guy longer. And so we went out, we went out together for lunch yesterday. I just want to, I just need to say that he owns five guitars and he bought himself a piano. 
Um, but, so but, how many how many guitars is one piano worth? Like I, I don't. I think it's just one to one. It's one to one, which means that's room. If he needs more pianos, he should go get them. If that's what he's inspired to do. But the point that he was the point that all of this came up because I was like, you know, going room to room. There's a bunch of guitars. Where does he fit a woman if he has if he keeps buying? He's working pianos. on it. Okay. He's working, no, the woman's around. <laughs> Woman's around. I'm just saying oh, that okay. the woman's always around, so it's now time to talk about guitars. And we're not talking about guitars. Really, what we're talking about is learning and following through the things that you had never, you know, that you didn't have time for before, and now you can. And so, a lot of, you know, I think there is a line that gets caught in people's brains, and it's um, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. And I completely disagree with that. I think if anything, we now have much more capacity to learn, take our time, not be in a rush, uh, slow down, do the fundamental ground, you know, the, the, lay the foundation for these kinds of things and move around it slowly. And so a couple of weeks ago, uh, if, if, you know, if, if you are a regular watcher of this particular channel, you will know that what ends up happening is we start doing a list of the 10 that I've written down. We get to two and then I lose the list. But this time I remember the list, but I don't remember where yeah. we left you off. Get, you get through one and a half and right. then it's, oh, we look at the time. We'll finish it next week. And then we you will. lost the list. But okay. But so I made sure to know exactly where the list is. So I yeah. have the list, right? Uh -huh. And so we talked about things. So I want to kind of give a little bit of a review I think it's like of the first four. Yeah, four or five. Four or five. So maybe we'll do a quicker rundown. And I inserted one. Right. But nobody, I don't remember. But nobody cares. No, I mean, Meaning people do. Okay. Yeah, I, I have my list. All you right. Know. But I think in inject, interject away. So the, as if I couldn't, like, right. as, as, if as if I could if, resist. As if you were waiting for my approval that there's. <laughs> Oh, please, can I interject <laughs> something? So that's not going to happen. So anyway, there is a list. We're going to go through the first few. When Morgana remembers what she was going to interject, she will interject that again. Pauline on line two. Wait. Yay, Pauline. I was just going to get the list. The list is here. <laughs> oh, well, next week. <laughs> All right. Okay. So we've got, we have Pauline on line two. Hi, Pauline. How can we help? Hi. Um, the last time I called, maybe it was a couple of weeks ago, and you guys told me you have a blog on Sunday. I didn't write down any of your, I guess, website or how to get to this, and I really want to go to that one. I think it's a writer's blog you mentioned. Oh, it's a room. It's in the Clubhouse audio app. Uh, oh, and okay. I don't know how to get to that, but I'll find out how. Okay, so we will put a link in the show notes uh, to, to, to get you into Clubhouse. And by the way, this now that it's open to um, Android. Android and iPhone, uh, we actually have a special link for the last year. It's been very hard to get in, invitation only, and they only give you one or two invitations at a time. Uh, but they they have changed the system so that, that now I can allow more people in. So we will post a, a, an invitation link in the show notes uh, to speed the process along. Um 
And even better, because it could take, I don't know exactly when the show notes go up. So what I what I would like you to do, Pauline, is if yep. you haven't, please uh, go to crazysexymidlifelove.com, download my husband's ebook. And this, because what will happen is then I can because the ebook is emailed to you, I can find your email and I can email you directly. Perfect. I sort of want to update you guys. I had called you a ways the very first time, I don't know how long ago, maybe a couple yes. of years ago. Um, and I think I asked you guys because I had somebody who I had been involved with around two, the year 2000 and I was like trying to get back with him. We were we, we kept missing each other and finally he's having lunch with me tomorrow but it's like two years ago that he did, but he wasn't finished with that relationship. And then I remember mentioning that he was afraid uh, that the ghost of my late husband would like, hurt him because he's had mm-hmm. that happen. Right, right. You guys suggested, you suggested he speak to his his spirit so that it's okay. But I already got the okay. But I would, that's a good, I still think he should ask. And you never know. <laughs> it doesn't hurt. I like that, what your suggestion. So when I see him tomorrow, I will bring this up. Because I know that uh, that's not a, that's not a bad thing to do. I think it is get a blessings, but I know we got blessings from his ancestors and mine because they put oh. it together immediately. So I just feel it's just. I right think that's now. right. And so, so you, and so you're meeting tomorrow. Yep. We'll I think that's very happens. exciting. <laughs> I think we'll I think we'll say a prayer for you later. Yeah. For just to have fun and have an enjoyable time. Yeah, I definitely want to have fun, but I have other plans in mind because I know we have a big mission because of who we both are. And now I'm coming forth and clearing up all my shadow stuff, and I hope he does too. But um, being with me, I think we'll shift him in that way. I don't really want to force him to do anything. I really want to have fun for now. And like you said, that's basically the whole. Is it okay if... Is it okay if I make a couple of suggestions, Pauline? Sure. Yes. Um, so I love that you've had a couple of years to get to know each other. So you already have sort of a relationship. And when you meet in person, that changes. So it feels like you have a soul connection, but I would enter with complete openness, non-attachment, and simple curiosity to what really, what the divine wants to have happen. And I would continue to go slow and really just be open to the person. And and you said something really, really important. I think you said not force and not push. And I think that that's, that's really, really important here, especially as women. Um, it's so delightful to just allow the man to take charge and go at his own pace. We feel, and by the way, I'm a total feminist. So it's not like if it doesn't work for you, just throw it out. But no, I, I agree. there's something I really very want, nice um, about yeah. us not having to do the heavy lifting. A friend of mine said that if you want to know how a guy feels about you, do nothing. Like, don't call him, don't chase him. <laughs> Just, if you do nothing, he will show you how he feels. Yep. I I, and and can, I, can I add a, a little one thought? Uh-huh. 
So as you said, as you said a, a few moments ago that you guys have a lot of work to do together. And I think that's fun and exciting and you don't have to do it all in the same day. So allow yeah, those things. We don't even things... have to do it. I know that. It's just something that I feel, oh, it's. No, I think that's great. Process. I think that's great. It's like you have, like you guys travel and now get married all of I, I'm really going to share this story with him. I really find it fascinating about what you guys do. And I already feel married to him. I, we sort of, he doesn't remember me saying, we're spiritually married, you know. I told him that. And he said he agreed. And we never talked about it again. So I always oh, felt we were married. Yeah. Yeah, I think you have to. And I said, we don't even have to do this. We already know we're spiritually connected. And I said that out loud. And he might have maybe went over his head, maybe. I'm not even sure if he remembers me saying this. I remember. Well, you know, listen, tomorrow you're just having a cup of coffee, right? No, we're having lunch. Okay. We're celebrating his 70th and my 60th. We didn't get to celebrate ever. I think that's lovely. I think that's lovely. Have a great time. At the Have same restaurant lunch. we had done years ago, but they, you know, changed the uh, venues. But it's the same same chef, so it's going to be fun. Please, we will. We are going to be live again next week. We're planning. Uh, we're going to do our first episode of the show from another country. Uh, wow. I would love it if you would call us back and tell us how the date goes. All right. It's not going to be a very long day. It's just lunch. I don't. And he's right. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's totally. We haven't got to do the weekend Good. yet. That's what he originally planned a weekend, but he just decided let's just have lunch first. I that's think that's so much that's better. Like the first time you... he had lunch with me. So yeah. Courtship is lovely. Courtship is it's fun. It's romantic. It's sexy. I think ha- start with lunch and let him woo you. Just. Just yeah, I haven't had that in my entire life. Moved. I never really had. I, I went fast for every with my husband. We just it was just too fast. I like to go slow this time. I like to enjoy the courtship this time. I really would. That and I don't want to be great. chasing. I'm not chasing this time. No more. Good. I want to be the one wooed. Beautiful, beautiful. That's what Thank I was you feeling. So much. Which country are you going to be um, t- next week? Do you mind my asking, or is there a secret? No, no, we're we're in Mexico. We've already been married there. I just really, really miss it. Yeah, multiple, multiple okay. times. We got married in uh, San Marino, Puerto Vallarta. I saw. Uh, I, I Laredo recently. Yeah, yeah. yeah Manzanillo, right? Manson and Manzanillo in San Miguel, not San yeah. Marino. That was San Marino. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. So uh, Puerto Vallarta, San Miguel. Of, uh, so you had 25 uh, Rado, 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 Rado. I forgot to add one. Oh, the next one will be 26 and 8. It adds it to an 8. That'll be interesting. What a way oh, that one's int- going to be. May, if right now, because I'm really bad at making decisions, it's a lot better when Devin says, we're going to go to this place you've never heard of. And I say, okay. Um, but I think we're going to go to Chile. I think we're going to go to Santiago, the moon? Chile. You guys don't want to get on the, the spaceship to go to the moon? <laughs> oh. You know, I I would probably be terrified, but I'd probably be hard-pressed to say no. I would. I, yeah, I don't I even like that. I don't coasters. really think it's a real planet anyways. <laughs> a moon. That moon is not. There's something odd about that moon. I wouldn't want to be on that place. <laughs> I think All we'll right, start well. with Santiago before we go to the moon. 
I'm, I'll kind of listen to the rest of the show. I actually just popped in without even listening to the first part of it. So I missed what you were talking about. So I'm going to go back and listen Okay, to great. Thank you for right, checking in, Molly. Take care, Paula. Bye. Bye. And uh, for anybody else who wants to call in, we love to hear from you. The phone number is 888-627-6008. If, you have, if you're celebrating something, if you are challenged in a relationship, you're going to hear, you know, from me, you're going to hear from Devin. One of us will probably <laughs> say something useful, usually Devin. And uh, let's get back to your list. Oh, right. So we were, so we were talking about uh, just this idea that you reach a certain age and all of a sudden you have this more kind of free time and you still have passions and desire and, and like you want to accomplish stuff. So the list that we were working on was how do you start doing it? Because I think a lot of us are carrying around this baggage of uh, you can't teach an old dog to tricks. And I'm going to completely DQ that. But so how do you DQ it? Right? Disqualify. DQ. Oh, Disqualify. Okay. Is that yeah. what the kids are calling it? These well, days? that's what the kids who are in the 70s okay. were calling it. <laughs> So number one is lose the mindset that you can't, which of course is easier said than done, but really, you know, at some point you just have to, a slight shift in perception leads to great change. Uh, number two. And by the way, you could apply this to having a relationship. Well, I think this applies to all kinds of things within life. In other words, especially, listen, if you are in midlife love, um, you could still apply that old dogs, new tricks to anything that may make you feel uncomfortable doing it, mm -hmm. right? And starting things, starting things anew um, at any point in time is going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be awkward. I mean, you know, we we took dancing. We started dancing a, a, a few years ago, and. You know, I look terrible. I saw myself in a mirror. I saw myself on film. That was horrendous. I'm not saying I'm way better now. You are. I'm, I'm, I am fairly bit. I am better. I'm better. I will go you with that. You have never taken a dance class in your life. I had not. I really, well, I, I took, I took um, uh, a waltz class. Mm. I took a class in waltz. And I think when I was nine, I took some other class because they made you. And I think that was also waltzing. But neither here nor there, there is a there is that phase. And we'll talk more about that phase in a little bit. But for the time being, uh, if you are doing that thing, immerse yourself in the thing. Like it's say, if you want to, and I'll use guitars just because I know that, uh, immerse yourself in the thing, right? And maybe that's learning, but maybe it's also listening. Uh, and maybe it's also reading. And maybe it's all discussing it. But the idea is, you start developing that thing inside of your brain, inside of your heart of this thing that you're trying to accomplish, right? So it's not merely like, uh, I want to be a great writer. Terrific. That's a big thumbs up if you want to be a great writer. But in order to start becoming a great writer, you have to read great writing. What was, what and I was going to say the first step is to join our clubhouse room every Sunday at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Oh, right. Okay. So we needed to go back to that. So we do have a clubhouse room. If you don't know, Clubhouse is an app that you can get for either Android or iPhone. 
Um, I don't know if there's other systems out there, but those two are the, the primary ones. Download it for free. Download it for free. And you can look at it as sort of a talk show. It's like a million little talk shows. It's all audio only. It's all interaction. Uh, it's it's like, pretty easy to. Was it the 80s that used to have those chat rooms or party lines or something? Yeah. I mean, so there's a certain party line element to this, but I think it has less to do with dating and far more to do with uh, quite, you know, with with a lot of in-depth conversations that may range from business to relationship to religion. I think that there are some dating rooms too. I've oh yeah, no, there's no question. Them. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, all the, all the dating stuff that I've kind of, I've checked out tends to be, um, what do I want to say? Juvenile. Well, I don't know if <laughs> juvenile is the right word, but I would say uh, that there's some very, very strong opinions about stuff. Mm. I mean, and so what I would suggest is that, that for me, you know, again, when we talk about sort of like the crazy, sexy part of the crazy, sexy midlife love is that once you get to this, the middle, the midlife part and the crazy, sexy is really letting go of all of the stuff where, you know, these huge opinions matter. It's kind of like, it's time where we can just like, Oh, just enjoy your stuff. So I don't know for me, the dating things on that thing. They're, uh, they're amusing. They're, they're kind of interesting. They're very, very passionate. I don't agree very with a lot of it. Very passionate. Um, some but of it's very negative. A lot of it is. Yeah. But that said. That's not our room. That's not our, our room. Our room is podcasting for authors. We, it's a yes. really sweet, soothing. <laughs> right. Slow down. Press. You're going to be great. <laughs> so it's a, yeah. So podcasting for authors and as part of Club Pod, which is a uh, sort of, it's just basically, it's a group for podcasters. And I think as the largest podcasting club. themed club inside the app. Right. And Which, we just hit like 60,000 members. Right. So there's a lot of people in it. And so really what we're talking about is how do you write better? How do you write memoir? How do you write fiction? How do you write a how-to book? And then how do you utilize a podcast in order to help promote yourself and promote your message? Because really. Get, get readers. Uh, yeah. yeah, so it's those kinds of things. So it's a lot of tips. So if you're a writer or a podcaster, certainly show up. And by the way, it's a great place to kind of like find podcast guests and things like that, particularly if you're a or writer. Or be found. Or be found, right. Because we found, we've actually found a bunch of people on Clubhouse who have appeared right here. On this show. On this show. Some of our favorites. Yep. So all good stuff. So that all said... Um, there's all kinds of groups that you can join. There's things that you can do to kind of immerse yourself into a mindset of getting better at this thing, right? Like, so are we still at number one of 10? No, we did the first five. No, we've no. moved to number two. Listen, don't rush us along. Cause all of a sudden we're going to have like 10 minutes of dead air. So that we, will never happen. No, cause it won't. Uh, but so we're at number two. And so number three is and to reset the room. What we're talking about is how to start new things. How to life. start new things, right? At okay. midlife, because we have more time, right? The kids are out of the house. The kids and are doing their own things. Great for relationship. Doing new things is sexy. It's alive. Right. And can I just say one of my favorite things about being my age is I don't have to be perfect anymore. 
Like when I was studying ballet or I would study drama or I would, you know, try new things when I was young and I had to be perfect. I had to look perfect. I cared. And now, you know, we take a dance class and we're doing it for us, which I think is, is so mind blowing, liberating, different way of existing in the world is, is the, just the permission to suck because we all start out not having a clue what we're doing and you just keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it, whether it's writing or dancing or anything. And then one day you're good, but it's less a painful journey when you aren't beating yourself up all the time. And I think we beat, I, I observe that there is a tendency to not have to beat ourselves up as much as we get older. Okay. Take it over Devin. So, uh, so number three on the list is to do it consciously and unconsciously. So it's sort of 3A and 3B. So the conscious part is, is that you really sort of like focus on the thing that you're attempting to do. Uh, and then the 3B of it is allow that thing of whatever it is that you're doing to wash over you. In other words, if you were to be uh, learning blues guitar, maybe it's just an opportunity to listen to blues. You don't have to focus all your energy on what B.B. King did, but you can kind of just like let it let great blues music wash over you. So you get that blues vibe into your heart, um, but you don't have to put all of your, you know, kind of frenetic energy waiting for that thing to strike because you and your psyche and your brain need a little bit of time to kind of break down. So it's a great time to think. Another, you know, as an example, I'm always, I've been trying to learn Spanish for years um, and I've gotten, I've gotten better at that. Like I can have my little conversations and, and make sure that I get what I want and all those kinds of things. That's so it's good. Um, and then there's, there's sort of like the action sort of the conscious part of it is, is me conjugating and understanding verbs and verb tenses and, and those kinds of things. And then the other side of it is I'm just going to watch a novella and, and sort of immerse myself in the Spanish language and allow the sound, the sound of the language to come into me. So hopefully that, you know, over time, uh, my, my accent you know, like, listen, I will always sound like some guy. I'll always sound like an American guy. Um, but the idea is that you start working on that accent does little this, by little to immerse yourself in the sound of the language. Does this mean you'll start building walls with your shirt off, just like the, the man in the novella? Oh, uh, yeah. No, those are some <laughs> sexy dudes, that's for sure. And they are vying for the very wealthy young daughters. There's three Beautiful guys and three beautiful girls. What are the odds? What are the odds? What could happen in this novella that will bring them together, but they have to stay apart? So it's um, it's really, it's like, it's Romeo and Juliet times, times three. I can't even trace. By trace. So well done. All I can say is touche. Well said. Right. So Romeo and Juliet times three, beautiful Latins. Uh, lovers everywhere <laughs> is really kind of remarkable. And then, of course, there's a fiendish person who's just looking to ruin everything. Uh, and they're running everywhere. So because it's times three, there's all kinds of fiendishness going on. So it's sort of brilliant. Uh, so number four is to break it up into really small bites, really tiny baby steps with all of this stuff, That anything that you learn. And here's the thing. 
if you're learning a phrase of music, it's going to start with one note. If you're learning a language, it's going to start with one word. Uh, so anything that you're doing, even though it's like a huge kind of unwieldy thing, just think of it as, hey, I'm learning words. I'm learning notes. I'm learning, you know, I'm learning just little bits and pieces. Oh, I want to understand quantum physics. Then it's just going to start with kind of like understanding one idea, one thought of one particular of one particular particular individual right and just kind of just getting a taste of it and an understanding of it uh and then allow that thing to not have to be figured out in a day right mm -hmm. so break it up into really small bites and then be patient with yourself on those small bites but here's the thing you will you'll start getting there and it's kind of amazing are you ready to go to five okay so practice my wife always wants to cheat I do. But, yeah, no. And by cheating, he means I'm looking over his shoulder. Right. She's looking at this book. Yeah. And I'm just... Because we are one person in two bodies, but psyche, heart, we are just one person. I hold nothing back from you. You hold nothing back from me. I can't see the page. Can you tilt it a little bit? No. <laughs> No, because I want your spontaneous reactions to all of this. My amazement. Yes, your amazement. So practice, but let's get specific on the practice part of it. Because what most people do, this is why they don't get better, is they practice the same thing that they've gotten pretty good at over and over and over again. And so they may be practicing things that you really don't want to be practicing that anymore. So you want to spend most of your time Doing the things you don't know how to do or that you don't do well. Which for us in dance is everything. That's true for everything for us. But what it means is we just want to keep adding to the process and working on the things. And then you want to take a portion of that time of sort of like reinvesting in sort of uh, – you know, working on things like technique, on things that you already kind of know. Like you've got it in your brain, you've got it under your fingers, you've got a little bit. You know, you've got you've got uh, you've got the Spanish language in your tongue a little bit. Like you know some phrases, uh, but even though you know those phrases now, it's like okay, well, how do I work on my accents? How do you start working developing the technique so it so the person you may be speaking to in a foreign language understands what you're talking about? And right? again, I just want to bring it back to mostly for myself is that really learn to enjoy it and have fun even when you're not good at it. Because if you can enjoy it when you're not good at it, you'll keep doing it until you are good at it. Yeah, no. And, and I will keep repeating that in a variety of ways. Just watch, husband. Yes, no, I know that's true. <laughs> yeah, no, you have, to have a, you have to have fun with it. But again, remember that first thing that we talked about is lose the mindset that you can't. Because part of what my lovely wife is so astutely talking about is that the mindset that we can't comes out in all kinds of ways. It comes out in frustration. It comes out in fear. It comes out in disappointment. And it comes out in all kinds of ways. And we have to kind of trace it back to it. Oh, this is that part of my brain saying that I can't do this thing. Right? So there is, of course, there's supposed to be a little bit of struggle. Mm -hmm. Right? Okay. So, and we are not that bad at West Coast Swing. And we danced at the U.S. Open. We did. We did. I was, seriously, though, 
I was absolutely the worst dancer in the building. No, you weren't. No, I well, totally maybe, was. But... Maybe. These were, well, because these were the best dancers in the world. They've been dancing a lot longer. All of them. You have move, you have style, you have personality. Yeah. I can have all those things. And by and, the way, I'm not and even you complaining. Knew the steps and they I had know. private classes and they, our teachers actually pushed up to us to the front for a reason. Oh, right. Because you kept. No, they took. No, I did not. I did not. <laughs> I think that might not, been not, not out loud anyway. Right. <laughs> but the body language really was very, <laughs> was very, very telling. Okay, number right. six. So wait, so uh, the general rule. Let's go back. Time. No, we have plenty of time. We have plenty of time, and we have. We still going to have. We still have a handful of more to go. So spend most and of quickly, your time practicing. If and, you, if you really want to irritate Devin. The phone number to call and interrupt, and I want you to interrupt and ask us anything about love or life or money. Call 888-627-6008 just to annoy my husband. Okay, go ahead, Devin. Okay, so 20% of your practice will be a review, but with the idea that, hey, can I do this thing a little bit better? improve a little bit better, more, make it more clean, we understand it, whatever. Number six, and by the way, there's nine of these. Number six, make it a priority consistently. And so that means that if you are going to do something on a Tuesday, you don't wait to the following Tuesday to try doing the thing a second time. Try to do it a little bit, even if it's for five minutes every single day. Do you have a thought or a comment on that? No. You just want me to motor on through these lists. Yeah. Okay. So number. But you're doing great. Okay. Well, I'm so I'm glad. Okay. So number seven. Change up. That was number six. Yeah. Okay. Make it a priority. All right. Consistency. Right? Do something consistently over and over again. Like getting married. Right. We're practicing. We are working on a relationship by getting married. And by the way, it's working out. So that's a good thing. Okay. So um, so do it consistently. Uh, change up how you practice. In other words, uh, if, you're, if you're learning Spanish, uh, speak as fast as you can. I mean, that's in part because that's... How they speak. Yeah, it, particularly in Spanish. They tend to speak the language very, yeah. very quickly. It's impressive. Um, so, uh, but you practice reading very quickly um, and see how much you can gain from that. And uh, but Or say it really, really slowly with as much clarity and consciousness to the accent. And again, you can apply this in a whole variety of whatever it is that you're learning. You can apply these concepts to anything that you were doing. So in other words, if you're practicing a tennis serve, you may want to start that, that, uh, that tennis serve like as fully stretched out as possible and as slowly as possible right? Using the best correct form. Like you train your muscle memory as you're doing it as slowly as possible. 
And then, of course, you know, other things you can do, you can do it backwards, you can do it forwards, uh, you could do it sort of like every other one. Uh, they're just about how do you how do you start really getting the thing that you're trying to learn inside of you? So it's like really like different really teachers. Know this thing. Yeah. Try different teachers, different understanding, different perspectives of how you learn stuff. Um, and so hopefully you just keep trying to do it different ways to keep it fresh for you. Right. So you're still learning maybe the same word or the same serve or the same technique, uh, but you're learning it from different angles. So you really get your handle around that thing. So we should take that West Coast swing class in Mexico, maybe. Sure. Okay. Yes. Just another person's perspective of, of what they think we should do and how we should do it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if it doesn't work out, that's okay too. But, but yes. Okay. So number eight, we're almost done. You should be happy. And then we can talk about things. Do we have more to talk about? We always have more to talk about. Oh, well, then I guess I guess that we'll be talking about that. So number eight, record yourself and watch the gruesome playback. <laughs> so this does uh. so this does two things. It does two things. It really is okay. So it's really hard to necessarily gauge how your progress is doing from within yourself, right? I don't have any perspective of, of how I learn incrementally. That doesn't happen. You know, maybe if I'm dealing with a teacher one-on-one all the time, the teacher is going to be able to see your progress. You are probably not because you just, you're just going to be paying attention to the mistakes that you make or the things that you don't understand or the things that you don't do particularly well. A teacher certainly helps that because they're going to be able to see your progress and say, hey, you're doing great, but why don't you work on this exercise more? Or it's whatever amazing what teachers see. Yeah, no, teachers uh, are fantastic. Yeah. Right. No, we have, just from our dance teachers, they are mind-blowing. Well, because they just know, the, they know the subject so much better than you do in most cases. They know that if you, like, move your handhold from here, just, like, fingertips to, like, more the full length of the the fingers it will change like your entire body your entire connection to each other it's really um obvious to them and and you know mind-blowing to us right but so this wasn't about having a teacher although i think a teacher is a great a great way to do this but for your own visualization watching you do something watching yourself do a thing, you can really start seeing the difference. In other words, if you tape yourself from day one, you record yourself playing an instrument or practicing Spanish or or dancing or whatever, that day one tape will really help you see where you are at in that moment. And of course you're gonna, you know, what were you about to well I and I am gonna bring back the idea of the teacher. Uh, this is, this is where coaching comes in handy. Like for me, um, when I first started dating, I hired a coach because I needed outside eyes that weren't like in the middle of it to tell me how the relationship was going, especially somebody who understood men. So I hired a guy coach so I could say, Devin did this. What does it mean? And my coach would say, it means he likes you. You can relax. And I just needed like outside eyes to kind of be able to tell me how, how I was doing. 
and how the relationship was progressing because I was in the middle and all of my feelings were coming up. So I do think that uh, having, when you want to learn a new skill, having a new teacher, having a coach who can, who has the experience to give you the perspective that you don't have uh, can really, really help. I think learning how to have a relationship, I wish I had realized that years earlier, but I really, uh, working with coaches really helped my experience. I started way, way, way too late with that because I think it just seemed like something you should already know. So, uh, yeah, you know, tracking the progress and either observing yourself as an outsider through a recording and also maybe having outside eyes who can, because you keep hiring guitar teachers to help you see how you're doing. And we, well, no, I have, I have, I have one guitar, I have one guitar teacher who actually broke his arm last oh. week, which what a drag that is. Yeah. Uh, anyway, amazing, 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 amazing musician. But like, um, if you want to get better at relationships or making money or get health, I think have also having a coach. I know that isn't on your list. No, it's not on my list. But I'm helping. Yeah, well, no, I'm glad. We're, yeah, having a helper is always a fantastic thing. But so the, the reason why you record yourself is because then you get to see what's actually taking place in the moment. And then you can compare the recordings from day one. Because a lot of times if you're, let's say you're at home and you're practicing whatever it is that you're practicing, and you don't have a, a recording, you're not recording yourself and you're not going to watch it back, what will probably end up happening is you will be judging yourself from an emotional place. And that emotional place will probably kind of manifest in either, wow, I'm the greatest or I'm the worst. <laughs> and if I'm the greatest, I don't need to practice. And if I'm the worst, why bother? Right. So either way you slice it, if you're dealing with that emotional component, if you're a regular human being, you're probably going to lead yourself into a place where you don't actually need to continue practicing. And that's why a lot of people that's why there's a million guitars in somebody's backyard garage because they just stopped playing it. Right. Or they, they it's in the living room, but they don't have the heart to move it into the garage because they haven't picked it up in six months. And by the way, if it's gorgeous and it's in great condition and you want to get rid of it for a great price, you should probably shoot a note to my husband. Oh yeah, no, totally. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. If you're, if you're, I'm all for that. Right. If you have a guitar and you're like, Oh, I need to get rid of this. You let me, give me the first, the first chance to, to uh, take it off your hands. To take it off your hands. Um, and so, uh, so yes, record yourself wherever you can. And I think it's actually a brilliant idea. And I've heard that a lot for dancing and for other things. Yeah, no, we have another five minutes. So number nine, our last one. Drum roll. Go ahead. Better no, be good. You, it can't be. <laughs> you're interrupting. Okay, drum roll again. All right. If you are doing, Okay. No, I, my wife, all of her talking is distracting. Know that the hardest part is going to be when you're the beginner. So when you're going to be awkward, when it's going to be weird, when it's going to be discouraging, that's going to be the hardest time to learn. So just know that the first period is from the starting point, from day one forward, 
it's just going to keep getting easier, but you have to get over that little bit of a hump where you're going to get the dividends, right? Like if you're playing guitar, you're going to have to learn a couple chords and you're going to have to play them poorly. If you're learning a language, you're going to have to, you're going to be saying all the words wrong. If you're dancing, you are not going to know your right from your left foot, but it's all going to be good, right? You just have to keep working at it. Just know, but if you know that from the beginning and you follow these other things, and let me read quickly, I'm just going to read through them. Lose the mindset that you can't. Two, immerse yourself. Three, do consciously and unconsciously. Four, break it up into really small bits. Five, practice spending most of your time doing the things you don't know or aren't good at, reviewing 20% of the time. Six, make it a priority consistently. Just keep doing it. Seven, change up how you practice in some way. Do it forwards and slowly or backwards and fast or just do it really quickly from beginning to end um, read it listen to it all that kind of different stuff uh, eight record yourself and watch the gruesome playback and number nine know the hardest part of it is just being a beginner uh, one of my favorite statements from our friend alex is your first is your worst. Just know that the first is your worst. And then he likes to say, and you're not as good as you think you are. Right. And Alex was on this show. You're better. That's the other half of the statement. You're not as good as you think you are. You're better. And yeah, he was on the show. If you look in our archives. Yeah. Yeah. Alex. Beautiful man. Really, yeah. really good, good guy. Good guy. Good stuff. So anyway, uh, go after that thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, our producer is just writing the funniest stuff to notes to us yeah um yeah uh so do we have now, anything else what's happening what's happening next week we're leaving town we are leaving town we are going back to san miguel de allende mexico because i love it yes I, we just that's that's our like where do we go i don't know okay we'll go to san miguel default place kind of a second home I, I shop almost daily through like the real estate listings. I just, I'm, I'm a total like real estate pornography addict. That's what the, that's, it's like real estate porn. That's what it's being called now um, by the cool kids, I guess. And uh, yeah, and I'm leading my 11th ultimate money goddess retreat this year in September. This has been like, my favorite thing that I do and probably has produced more millionaires in this program than any of my other programs. Plus these lifelong sisterhoods of these women who until now have flown out to Bali. I've always done it in Bali, but this year Bali is closed for safety because of COVID not taking foreign travel. So I've had this fantasy of doing it in San Miguel since maybe 2016. And yes, Doug, it's only for women. Yes. No, Doug's not invited. Sorry. But he means well. We will post beautiful photos though. Right. And um, so ever since I went to San Miguel, which has a very similar, like, what I love about Bali is it's very spiritual and it's very artsy and it's also different, but beautiful. And San Miguel has that similar 
quality where San Miguel is described as the heart of Mexico. And it's so much art, best food, beautiful, vibrant, warm people. And it has a similar energy. So I'm going to do my retreat there in, in September. But I've dialed in the Bali retreat so like, you know, so well, I've done it 10 times now. And I know exactly what we do with whom and when and who my drivers are and like, down to the last meal, I just know it, photographers, and I just wanted to visit. Honestly, I wanted an excuse to visit San Miguel as soon as possible. And just like, find the things that I need uh, to create a new retreat in a new place that has all the, the bells and whistles. And it's also Devin's birthday. And since Devin loves to travel. We're going to go somewhere. We're going to go somewhere. And then we'll go some more places to get married. Lots. I think we're looking at what Chile, Costa Rica. Yeah, Uruguay. Argentina. Next year, China, South Korea, maybe Japan. So life is good. Yeah. We need to start bringing, I think, tour guides to this show because one of the things that we really want to do is encourage everybody to get out there and travel and get married if you're with somebody and have fun and see the world because that's you know, part of this crazy, sexy midlife. So uh, any last thoughts, Devin? No, I think that's it. I think we're good. Okay. So we will see you from Mexico next week, Wednesday, uh, June 9th uh, at 5 p.m. Pacific time. And then we have a really, really sexy guest. It's like... We've done a lot of crazy on the show, and we're going to finally have a sexy show uh, two weeks from today, which I guess is the 16th of June. Uh, so stay tuned for that. And if you have any questions about love, crazy sex and midlife love, and also money, because um, that's kind of my wheelhouse, then give us a call next week. And we will tell you all about Mexico and we'll see you next week. Mwah! Thank you for listening to Crazy Sexy Midlife Love. Please sign up to join our free love family at crazysexymidlifelove.com. To get alerts to live shows, call in and ask questions, or just listen in. And ladies, don't forget to download Devin's free ebook, Women Are Smarter Than Men and Other Secrets Marriage Minded Women Need to Know. Also available at CrazySexyMidlifeLove.com. <laughs>